Act Four of The Maid's Tragedy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Maid's Tragedy by Francis Beaumont and John Fletcher. Act Four. Scene One. Enter Melantius, Evadne, and ladies. Save you. Save you, sweet brother. In my blunt eye, methinks you look Evadne. Come, you would make me blush. I would, Evadne. I shall displease my ends else. You shall, if you commend me. I am bashful. Come, sir, how do I look? I would not have your women hear me break into commendation of you. Tis not seemly. Go wait me in the gallery. Exeunt ladies. Now speak. I'll lock the door first. Why? I will not have your gilded things that dance in visitation with their millen skins choke up my business. You are strangely disposed, sir. Good madam, not to make you merry. No, if you praise me, twill make me sad. Such a sad commendation I have for you. <laughs> Brother, the court hath made you witty and learn to riddle. I praise the court for't. Has it learned you nothing? Me? Ay, Evadne, thou art young and handsome, a lady of a sweet complexion, and such a flowing carriage that it cannot choose but inflame a kingdom. Gentle brother! Tis yet in thy remembrance, foolish woman, to make me gentle. How is this? Tis base, and I could blush at these years through all my honoured scars to come to such a parley. I understand you not. You dare not, fool. They that commit thy faults fly the remembrance. My faults, sir? I would have you know I care not if they were written here, here in my forehead. Thy body is too little for the story, the lusts of which would fill another woman, though she had twins within her. This is saucy. Look, you intrude no more. There lies your way. Thou art my way, and I will tread upon thee till I find truth out. What truth is that you look for? Thy long-lost honour. Would the gods had set me one of their loudest bolts. Come, tell me quickly, do it without enforcement, and take heed you swell me not above my temper. How, sir? Where got you this report? Where there was people in every place. They and the seconds of it are base people. Believe them not, they lied. Do not play with mine anger. Do not, wretch. I come to know that desperate fool that drew thee from thy fair life. Be wise, and lay him open. Unhand me, and learn manners. Such another forgetfulness forfeits your life. Quench me this mighty humour, and then tell me whose whore you are. For you are one, I know it. Let all mine honours perish, but I'll find him though he lie locked up in thy blood. Be sudden. There is no facing it, and be not flattered. The burnt air when the dog reigns is not fouler than thy contagious name. Till thy repentance, if the gods grant thee any, purge thy sickness. Be gone. You are my brother. That's your safety. I'll be a wolf first. Tis to be thy brother, an infamy below the sin of a coward. I am as far from being part of thee as thou art from thy virtue. Seek a kindred among sensual beasts, and make a goat thy brother. A goat is cooler. Will you tell me yet? 
If you stay here and rail thus, I shall tell you I'll how you whipped. Get you to your command, and there preach to your sentinels, and tell them what a brave man you are. I shall laugh at you. You are grown a glorious whore. Where be your fighters? What mortal fool durst raise thee to this daring, and I alive? By my just sword, had safer bestride a billow when the angry north ploughs up the sea, or made heaven's fire his food. Work me no higher. Will you discover yet? Oh, the fellow's mad. Sleep and speak sense. Force my swollen heart no further. I would save thee. Your great maintainers are not here. They dare not. Would they were all and armed, I would speak loud. Here's one should thunder to em. Will you tell me? Thou hast no hope to scape. He that dares most and damns away his soul to do thee service will sooner fetch meat from a hungry lion than come to rescue thee. Thou hast death about thee. Has undone thine honour, poisoned thy virtue, and of a lovely rose left thee a canker. Let me consider. Do, whose child thou wert, whose honour thou hast murdered, whose grave opened, and so pulled on the gods that in their justice they must restore him flesh again and life, and raise his dry bones to revenge his scandal. The gods are not of my mind. They had better let him lie sweet still in the earth. They'll stink here. Do you raise mirth out of my easiness? Forsake me, then, all weaknesses of nature that make men women. Speak, you whore, speak truth, or by the dear soul of thy sleeping father this sword shall be thy lover. Tell, or I'll kill thee. And when thou hast told all, thou wilt deserve it. You will not murder me. No, tis a justice and a noble one to put the light out of such base offenders. Oh, help! By thy foul self, no humane help shall help thee if thou criest. When I have killed thee as I have vowed to do if thou confessed not, naked as thou hast left thine honour will I leave thee, that on thy branded flesh the world may read thy black shame and my justice. Wilt thou bend yet? Yes. Up, and begin your story. Oh, I am miserable. Tis true thou art. Speak truth still. I have offended, noble sir. Forgive me. With what secure slave? Do not ask me, sir. Mine own remembrance is a misery too mighty for me. Do not fall back again. My sword's unsheathed yet. What shall I do? Be true, and make your fault less. I dare not tell. Tell, or I'll be this day a-killing thee. Will you forgive me, then? Stay. I must ask mine honour first. I have too much foolish nature in me. Speak. Is there none else here? None but a fearful conscience. That's too many. Who is't? Oh, hear me gently. It was the king. No more. My worthy fathers and my services are liberally rewarded. King. I thank thee, 
for all my dangers and my wounds thou hast paid me in my own metal. These are soldiers' thanks. How long have you lived thus, Evadne? Too long. Too late you find it. Can you be sorry? Would I were half as blameless. Evadne, thou wilt to thy trade again. First to my grave. Would gods that's been so blessed. Dost thou not hate this king now? Prithee hate him. Couldst thou not curse him? I command thee, curse him. Curse till the gods hear, and deliver him to thy just wishes. Yet I fear, Evadne, you had rather play your game out. No, I feel too many sad confusions here to let in any loose flame hereafter. Dost thou not feel, amongst all those, one brave anger that breaks out nobly, and directs thine arm to kill this base king? All the gods forbid it. No, all the gods require it. They are dishonoured in him. Oh, Tis too fearful. You are valiant in his bed, and bold enough to be a stale whore, and have your madam's name discourse for grooms and pages, and hereafter, when his cool majesty hath laid you by, to be at pension with some needy sir for meat and coarser clothes. Thus far you know no fear. Come, you shall kill him. Good sir. And twere to kiss him dead, thou'd smother him. Be wise and kill him. Canst thou live and know what noble minds shall make thee see thyself found out with every finger, made the shame of all successions, and in this great ruin thy brother and thy noble husband broken? Thou shalt not live thus. Kneel and swear to help me when I shall call thee to it. For by all holy in heaven and earth thou shalt not live to breathe a full hour longer, not a thought. Come, tis a righteous oath. Give me thy hand, and both to heaven held up. Swear by that wealth this lustful thief stole from thee, when I say it, to let his foul soul out. Here I swear it, and all you spirits of abused ladies help me in this performance. Enough. This must be known to none but you and I, Evadne. Not to your lord, though he be wise and noble, and a fellow dares step as far into a worthy action as the most daring, I as far as justice. Ask me not why. Farewell. Exit Melantius. Would I could say so to my black disgrace. Oh, where have I been all this time? How friended that I should lose myself thus desperately, and none for pity show me how I wandered. There is not in the compass of the light a more unhappy creature. Sure I am monstrous, for I have done those follies, those mad mischiefs would dare a woman. Enter a mentor. O oh, my loaden soul, be not so cruel to me, choke not up the way to my repentance. O oh, my lord! How now? My much-abused lord. She kneels to him. This cannot be. I do not kneel to live. I dare not hope it. The wrongs I did are greater. Look upon me, though I appear with all my faults. Stand up. This is no new way to beget more sorrows. Heaven knows I have too many. Do not mock me. 
though i am tame and bred up with my wrongs which are my foster brothers i may leap like a hand-wolf into my natural wildness and do an outrage prithee do not mock me my whole life is so leprous it infects all my repentance i would buy your pardon though at the highest set even with my life that slight contrition that's no sacrifice for what i have committed sure i dazzle there cannot be a faith in that foul woman that knows no god more mighty than her mischiefs thou dost still worst still number on thy faults to press my poor heart thus can i believe there's any seed of virtue in that woman left to shoot up that dares go on in sin known and so known as thine is o oh, evadne would there were any safety in thy sex that i might put a thousand sorrows off and credit thy repentance but i must not thou hast brought me to the dull calamity to that strange misbelief of all the world and all things that are in it that i fear i shall fall like a tree and find my grave only remembering that i grieve my lord give me your griefs you are an innocent a soul as white as heaven let not my sins perish your noble youth i do not fall here to shadow by dissembling with my tears as all say women can or to make less what my hot will hath done which heaven and you knows to be tougher than the hand of time can cut from man's remembrance no i do not i do appear the same the same evadne dressed in the shames i lived in the same monster but these are names of honour to what i am i do present myself the foulest creature most poisonous dangerous and despised of men learner ere bred or nihilus i am hell till you my dear lord shoot your light into me the beams of your forgiveness i am soul-sick and wither with the fear of one condemned till i have got your pardon rise evadne those heavenly powers that put this good into thee grant a continuance of it i forgive thee make thyself worthy of it and take heed take heed evadne this be serious mock not the powers above that can and dare give thee a great example of their justice to all ensuing eyes if thou playest with thy repentance the best sacrifice i have done nothing good to win belief my life hath been so faithless all the creatures made for heaven's honours have their ends and good ones all but the cousining crocodiles false women they reign here like those plagues those killing sores men pray against and when they die like tales ill told and unbelieved they pass away and go to dust forgotten but my lord those short days i shall number to my rest as many must not see me shall though too late though in my evening yet perceive a will since i can do no good because a woman reach constantly at something that is near it i will redeem one minute of my age or like another niobe i'll weep till i am water i am now dissolved my frozen soul melts may each sin thou hast find a new mercy rise i am at peace she rises hadst thou been thus thus excellently good before that devil king tempted thy frailty sure thou hadst made a star give me thy hand 
From this time I will know thee, and as far as honour gives me leave, be thy Amintor. When we next meet, I will salute thee fairly, and pray the gods to give thee happy days. My charity shall go along with thee, though my embraces must be far from thee. I should have killed thee, but this sweet repentance locks up my vengeance, for which thus I kiss thee. The last kiss we must take, and would to heaven the holy priest that gave our hands together, had given us equal virtues. Go, Evadne, the gods thus part our bodies. Have a care, my honour falls no farther. I am well, then. All the dear joys here, and above hereafter, crown thy fair soul. Thus I take leave, my lord. And never shall you see the foul Evadne, till she have tried all honoured means that may set her in rest, and wash her stains away. Exeunt. Scene two. Banquet. Enter the king and Calianax. Hoboys play within. I cannot tell how I should credit this from you that are his enemy. I am sure he said it to me, and I'll justify it what way he dares oppose, but with my sword. But did he break without all circumstance to you, his foe, that he would have the fort to kill me, and then escape? If he deny it, I'll make him blush. It sounds incredibly. Aye, so does everything I say of late. Not so, Calianax. Yes, I should sit mute, while a rogue with strong arms cuts your throat. Well, I will try him, and if this be true, I'll pawn my life I'll find it. If it be false, and that you clothe your hate in such a lie, you shall hereafter dote in your own house, not in the court. Why, if it be a lie, mine ears are false, for I'll be sworn I heard it. Old men are good for nothing. You were best put me to death for hearing, and free him for meaning of it. You would have trusted me once. But time is altered. And will still, where I may do with justice to the world, you have no witness. Yes, myself. No more, I mean, there were that heard it. How, no more? Would you have more? Why, am not I enough to hang a thousand rogues? But so you may hang honest men, too, if you please. I may. Tis like I will do so. There are a hundred will swear it for a need, too, if I say it. Such witnesses we need not. And tis hard if my word cannot hang a boisterous knave. Enough. Where's Strato? Enter Strato. Sir? Why, where's all the company? Call a Mentorian, Evadne. Where's my brother and Melantius? Bid him come too, and Diphilus. Call all that are without there. Exit, Strato. If he should desire the combat of you, tis not in the power of all our laws to hinder it, unless we mean to quit him. Why, if you think tis fit, an old man and a counsellor, to fight for what he says, then you may grant it. Enter a mentor, Evadne, Melantius, Diphilus, Lysippus, Cleon, and Strato. Come, sirs, a mentor, thou art yet a bridegroom, and I will use thee so. Thou shalt sit down. Evadne, sit, and you, a mentor, too. This banquet is for you, sir. They all sit at the table. Who has brought a merry tale about him to raise a laughter amongst our wine? Why, Strato, where art thou? Thou wilt chop out with them unseasonably when I desire em not. Tis my ill luck, sir, so to spend them then. Reach me a bowl of wine, Melantius. 
To a mentor. Thou art sad. I should be, sir, the merriest here, but I have ne'er a story of mine own worth telling at this time. Give me the wine. Melantius, I am now considering how easy twere for any man we trust to poison one of us in such a bowl. I think it were not hard, sir, for a knave. Such as you are. If faith twere easy, it becomes us well to get plain-dealing men about ourselves. Such as you all are here. A mentor, to thee and to thy fair Evadne. Aside. Have you thought of this, Calianax? Aside. Yes, marry, have I. And what's your resolution? Ye shall have it soundly. Reach to Amintor, Strato. Strato passes the king's bowl of wine to Amintor. Here, my love, this wine will do thee wrong, for it will set blushes upon thy cheeks, until thou dost a fault, twere pity. Yet I wonder much of the strange desperation of these men that dare attempt such acts here in our state. He could not escape that did it. Were he known, impossible. It would be known, Melantius. It ought to be. If he got then away, he must wear all our lives upon his sword. He need not fly the island. He must leave no one alive. No, I think no man could kill me and scape clear, but that old man. But I, heaven bless me, I, should I, my liege? I do not think thou wouldst, but yet thou mightst, for thou hast in thy hands the means to scape by keeping of the fort. He has, Melantius, and he has kept it well. From cobwebs, sir, tis clean swept. I can find no other art in keeping of it now. Twas ne'er besieged since he commanded. I shall be sure of your good word, but I have kept it safe from such as you. Keep your ill-temper in. I speak no malice. Had my brother kept it, I should have said as much. You are not merry. Brother, drink wine. Sit you all still. Aside to Calianax. I cannot trust this. I have thrown out words that would have fetched warm blood upon the cheeks of guilty men, and he is never moved. He knows no such thing. Impudence may scape when feeble virtue is accused. He must, if he were guilty, feel an alteration at this our whisper, whilst we point at him. You see, he does not. Let him hang himself. What care I what he does? This he did say. Melantius, you cannot easily conceive what I have meant, for men that are in fault can subtly apprehend when others aim at what they do amiss. But I forgive freely before this man. Heaven do so too. I will not touch thee so much as with shame of telling it. Let it be so no more. Ay, this is very fine. I cannot tell what tis you mean, but I am apt enough rudely to thrust into ignorant fault. But let me know it. Happily tis naught but misconstruction, and where I am clear I will not take forgiveness of the gods, much less of you. Nay, if you stand so stiff I shall call back my mercy. I want smoothness to thank a man for pardoning of a crime I never knew. Not to instruct your knowledge, but to show you my ears are everywhere, you meant to kill me and get the fort to scape. Pardon me, sir. My bluntness will be pardoned. You preserve a race of idle people here about you, eaters and talkers, to defame the worth of those that do things worthy. 
The man that uttered this had perished without food, beat who it will, but for this arm that fenced him from the foe. And if I thought you gave a faith to this, the plainness of my nature would speak more. Give me a pardon, for you ought to do't, to kill him that spake this. Aside. Aye, that will be the end of all. Then am I fairly paid for all my care and service. That old man who calls me enemy, and of whom I, though I will never match my hate so low, have no good thought, would yet, I think, excuse me, and swear he thought me wronged in this. Who I, thou shameless fellow? Didst thou not speak to me of it thyself? Oh, then it came from him. From me? Who should it come from but from me? Nay, I believe your malice is enough. But I have lost my anger. Sir, I hope you are well satisfied. Lysippus, cheer a mentor and his lady. There's no sound comes from you. I will come and do it myself. You have done already, sir, for me. I thank you. Melanthius, I do credit this from him, how slight soe'er you make it. Tis strange you should. Tis strange he should believe an old man's word that never lied in his life. I talk not to thee. Shall the wild words of this distempered man, frantic with age and sorrow, make a breach betwixt your majesty and me? Twas wrong to hearken to him, but to credit him as much at least as I have power to bear. But pardon me, whilst I speak only truth, I may commend myself. I have bestowed my careless blood with you, and should be loath to think an action that would make me lose that and my thanks too. When I was a boy, I thrust myself into my country's cause, and did a deed that plucked five years from time and styled me man then. And for you, my king, your subjects all have fed by virtue of my arm. This sword of mine hath ploughed the ground and reaped the fruit in peace, and yourself have lived at home in ease. So terrible I grew that without swords my name hath fetched you conquest, and my heart and limbs are still the same. My will is great to do you service. Let me not be paid with such a strange distrust. Melanthius, I held it great injustice to believe thine enemy, and did not. If I did, I do not. Let that satisfy. What? Struck with sadness all? More wine? A few fine words have overthrown my truth. Ah, oh, thou art a villain. Aside. Why, thou wert better let me have the fort. Dotard, I will disgrace thee thus for ever. There shall no credit lie upon thy words. Think better, and deliver it. My liege, he's at me now again to do it. Speak. Deny it if thou canst. Examine him while he's hot, for he'll cool again. He will forswear it. This is lunacy, I hope, Melanthius. He hath lost himself much since his daughter missed the happiness my sister gained. And though he call me foe, I pity him. Pity? Ah, pox on you. Mark his disordered words, and at the mask Diagoras knows he raged and railed at me, and called a lady whore so innocent she understood him not. But it becomes both you and me, too, to forgive distraction. Pardon him as I do. 
I'll not speak for thee, for all thy cunning. To the king. If you will be safe, chop off his head, for there was never known so impudent a rascal. Some that love him get him to bed. Why, pity should not let age make itself contemptible. We must be all old. Have him away. Kalianax, the king believes you. Come, you shall go home and rest. You have done well. You'll give it up when I've used you thus a month, I hope. Now, now, tis plain, sir, he does move me still. He says he knows I'll give him up the fort when he has used me thus a month. I am mad, am I not still? <laughs> I shall be mad indeed if you do thus. Why would you trust a sturdy fellow there that has no virtue in him, all's in his sword, before me? Do but take his weapons from him, and he's a ass, and I am a very fool both with him and without him, as you use me. <laughs> "'Tis well, Kalianax, but if you use this once again, I shall entreat some other to see your offices be well discharged. Be merry, gentlemen, it grows somewhat late. Amintar, thou wouldst be abed again. "'Yes, sir.' "'And you, Evadne, let me take thee in my arms, Melantheus, and believe thou art as thou deservest to be, my friend still, and forever. Good Kalianax, sleep soundly.' It will bring thee to thyself. Exeunt all but Melantius and Kalianax. Sleep soundly. I sleep soundly. Now I hope I could not be thus else. How darest thou stay alone with me, knowing how thou hast used me? You cannot blast me with your tongue, and that's the strongest part you have about you. I do look for some great punishment for this, for I begin to forget all my hate, and take it unkindly that mine enemy should use me so extraordinarily scurvily. I shall melt, too, if you begin to take unkindnesses. I never meant you hurt. Thou'lt anger me again, thou wretched rogue. Meant me no hurt. Disgrace me with the king. Lose all my offices. This is no hurt, is it? I prithee, what dost thou call hurt? To poison men because they love me not to call the credit of men's wives in question, to murder children betwixt me and land. This is all hurt. All this thou think'st is sport, for mine is worse. But use thy will with me, for betwixt grief and anger I could cry. Be wise, then, and be safe. Thou mayst revenge. Aye, of the king, I would revenge of thee. That you must plot yourself. I am a fine plotter. The short is, I will hold thee with the king in this perplexity, till peevishness and thy disgrace have laid thee in thy grave. But if thou wilt deliver up the fort, I'll take thy trembling body in my arms and bear thee over dangers. Thou shalt hold thy wanted state. If I should tell the king, canst thou deny it again? Try and believe. <sighs> Nay, then, thou canst bring anything about thou shalt have the fault why well here let our hate be buried and this hand shall right us both give me thy aged breast to compass nay i do not love thee yet i cannot well endure to look on thee and if i thought it were a courtesy thou shouldst not have it 
but I am disgraced. My offices are to be ta'en away. And if I did but hold this for to-day, I do believe the king would take it from me and give it thee. Things are so strangely carried. Ne'er thank me for it, but yet the king shall know there was some such thing in it I told him of, and that I was an honest man. He'll buy that knowledge very dearly. Enter Diphilus. What news with thee? This were a night indeed to do it in. The king hath sent for her. She shall perform it then. Go, Diphilus, and take from this good man my worthy friend, the fort. He'll give it thee. How you got that? Art thou of the same breed? Canst thou deny this to the king too? With a confidence as great as his. Faith like enough. Away, and use him kindly. Touch me not. I hate the whole strain. If thou follow me a great way off, I'll give thee up the fort, and hang yourselves. Be gone. He's finely wrought. Exeunt Kalyanax and Diphilus. This is a night in spite of astronomers to do the deed in. I will wash the stain that rests upon our house off with his blood. Enter a mentor. Melantius, now assist me if thou beest that which thou sayest. Assist me. I have lost all my distempers, and have found a rage so pleasing. Help me. Aside. Who can see him thus, and not swear vengeance? What's the matter, friend? Out with thy sword, and hand in hand with me rush to the chamber of this hated king, and sink him with the weight of all his sins to hell forever. T'were a rash attempt, not to be done with safety. Let your reason plot your revenge, and not your passion. If thou refusest me in these extremes, thou art no friend. He sent for her to me, by heaven to me, myself, and I must tell ye I love her as a stranger. There is worth in that vile woman, worthy things, Melantius, and she repents. I'll do it myself alone, though I be slain. Farewell. Aside. He'll overthrow my whole design with madness. A mentor, think what thou dost. I dare as much as valour. But tis the king, the king, the king, a mentor, with whom thou fightest. Aside. I know he is honest, and this will work with him. I cannot tell what thou hast said, but thou hast charmed my sword out of my hand, and left me shaking here defenceless. I will take it up for thee. What a wild beast is uncollected man! The thing that we call honour bears us all headlong unto sin, and yet itself is nothing. Alas, how variable are thy thoughts! Just like my fortunes. I was run to that I purposed to have child thee for. Some plot I did distrust thou hadst against the king by that old fellow's carriage. But take heed, there is not the least limb growing to a king, but carries thunder in it. I have none against him. Why, come then, and still remember we may not think revenge. I will remember. Exeunt. End of Act 4